are Emily and Blair and welcome to Elevating Business, the podcast which focuses in on all the things around starting a business online, growing that business and doing so in a way that is healthy and enjoyable to you. Are you struggling with the process, the hype and the many online options out there? Each week we publish three podcasts on Monday, Wednesday and Friday to help you with all the pain points you may come across in your business journey, including many tips to keep you and your business healthy and thriving. So, before we dive in, be sure to visit our website at emilyandblair.com, which you can use to work your way through starting a business online, step-by-step, and it's completely free. Hi, and welcome to episode 37, How to Grow. Thanks, Emily. So, yeah, I'm going to talk to you today about when you're growing your business, how and what methods you can use to actually uh, accelerate that growth. So initially, you're probably going to start out working alone and grinding a lot to get your business underway online. And, you know, there's a heap of stuff to do. And so it's going to be really busy for you. So this is good for a while. And, you know, most people need to do this stage by themselves because a lot of the time you don't have a lot of funds to throw at the business to um, allow for growth. And that's probably one of the key things, you know, you actually need funds to do a lot of the growth methods. So once you launch, some funds will eventually become available. So once your website starts making money, you know, this is going to be your first opportunity to allow you to accelerate the growth. If you've got funding available before this time, then you can actually scale or grow your business earlier. So that's an important thing to note. You might want to spend some money that you've got saved or that your company has available to spend on growth before the actual website starts making money. Um, and, you know, either way works, but um, obviously you're, when you're committing a lot more money at the start, you know, there's a, a higher risk because you haven't actually seen the success of the website. So it's something to take into account. One thing to note is that growth causes growth. So it's exponential. Um, you know, growth relies on the um, Internet's algorithms like Google search. So when you grow, Google sees this and gives you more traffic and so on and so on and so on. And so you can see that exponential growth curve when you actually start doing some of these growth items. So that's the real key thing about why you should look to grow your business because it just really does take off. Okay, so it can come in a number of ways. So if you've got a content business, um, so maybe you rely on affiliates, um, what you can do is you can add more content to your site, which will in effect drive more traffic in it affect your commissions from your affiliate by getting more conversions okay so content can be increased by outsourcing to writers like from upwork or fiverr um, because at the end of the day you can only grow when you actually have more time available and you've only got so many hours in the day um, and so to outsource the work means that you double triple quadruple the hours available to your business Advertising. So if you're a, if you're a product business, then you can pay more for ads. So you can pay for Google ads or Facebook ads. That's going to drive more traffic and effectively more sales. So that's one way to grow. Obviously, ads again is a is a costly item. 
Another method is SEO or search engine optimization and basically making your site user-friendly. So you can get an audit done and that will improve your SEO, uh, SEO results and you can either do that uh, yourself or you can outsource that. Basically, it'll get Google looking at your site and going, well, we're going to see more traffic your way because you've got a really effective site that works well okay so you're going to improve the user's experience on the site so you're going to keep them there for longer so your bounce rate you know that'll be lower your on-page time will be higher and so google again will look at that and go well actually you know you're providing a really good user experience we're going to send you more traffic so it's that it's that combination of normal seo but also the user friendliness of your site and also relevance of your site. You know, you want to make sure that the content is relevant. So the people that come to your site are finding what they are actually looking for rather than, you know, not finding the information and going away from your site because that will penalize you. Okay, so one method is to outsource and grow your team. So as I said earlier on, you have only a certain amount of hours in the day. Uh, and so basically what this allows you to do is freeze up your time to work on key areas because sometimes it's better to have an expert do the areas that you aren't that experienced in. So, for example, accounting, you know, like it, it, you might not be good with numbers, so you're better off getting your accountant to do your, do your money side of things and that frees up your time for doing social media if that's your sort of expertise. Outsourcing also allows you to start tasks that you currently don't have time to do. So that's an important one. We all seem to have a list of, of you know, 100 things we need to do in our business, but we just haven't got time to get to the, the you know, the, the end of that list. And so by outsourcing, you can start firing out some of these tasks to freelancers and have them complete them for you. So there are just a few of the areas in your business where you can focus on to grow. And, you know, the key thing is if you want to make a success of your business is that, you you know, you need to grow it to um, reach the levels that you want to be at. You know, growth occurs when more funds are inputted or more time is inputted. So the two key factors there, funds and time. And to be honest, funds buy time because that's where the outsourcing comes into it. So you need to work out what point that can occur in your business because growth is only limited to the hours that you can put in. So then you you know you want to probably plan that out and work out you know a bit of a strategy around when you're going to look to outsource. So if you want to find out more information on growth, you can see the growing your business section on our website emilyandblair.com. That's all from me and here's Emily. Yeah, thanks, Blair. And it kind of uh, leads on nicely to what I'm talking about, actually. Um, I'm going to be looking at growth mindset versus a fixed mindset in this episode. So basically, people tend to be one or the other, tend to have a fixed mindset or a growth mindset. So what is what are they? I'm sure you're asking. Well, a fixed mindset means you feel your intelligence is static. You, there's no room for development. You can do what you can do. You avoid challenges. You give up easily. Maybe ignore useful negative feedback. Uh, and you might feel threatened by the success of others. And as a, a business owner, it is really important to try to get yourself, if you feel you are a fixed mindset, it is really important to try to become a, a growth mindset. 
because that is where you have a desire to learn. Um, you'll adapt and you embrace challenges. Um, you persist with setbacks and uh, you learn from criticism, which is really, really important. And the result is you reach uh, even higher levels of achievement. So that's what we want to strive to um, achieve. So if if you do have a fixed mindset, you're probably thinking, well, how am I going to get to a growth mindset? Well, here are a few strategies that you might put in place. Choose to tell yourself a different story. You know, instead of telling yourself, I'm not good at it, I can't do it, I don't have the ability to learn, try to say things to yourself in a more positive way, such as, I can do better, I can do it, I want to try and not give up, okay? Also, um, set yourself learning goals rather than performance goals. So what I mean by that is, for example, instead of setting a goal to lose 30 kilograms, if that's what you want to do, commit to eating healthily every day. Okay, so instead of trying to score an A in maths, commit to practicing maths every day. Instead of the goal of being a professional runner, commit to running every day. Do you see the difference mm. in how you, you're thinking there? Um, also, capitalizing on your failures. So instead of running away from things that haven't quite worked or giving up uh, when you've been faced with a setback, you strive to make that better. You take advantage of that, that failure, review it, and think about how you can change it and learn from it. And finally, just being consistent and flexible. So you cannot shift automatically from a fixed mindset to a growth mindset. It takes time. It's all these little things, little changes that will get you there. And being consistent, reflecting on your past behavior and asking yourself some of the questions like, how did you act last time? Did you choose a fixed or a growth mindset? What made you choose one mindset over the other? Maybe think about are there any patterns in events that make you adopt that fixed mindset? So really reflecting on your behavior and thinking of ways that you can then react differently next time. Yeah, and is it fair to say that, you know, you're not necessarily going to be one or the other? You might have a little uh, certain factors of each, you know, oh, that, yeah. that, that you that you might be. And so it's about identifying what of the fixed mindset sort of factors you are and, and working on those to become yeah. more move those to more to the growth side of things yeah and as well if you were a business owner and you have staff working for you it's important that you're also teaching them um to become a growth mindset yeah yeah i think that's really good and you know certainly a lot of the the freelancers that you know um you know people are going to be working with though that, that's really important to encourage them to actually look at the overall growth of your business and be be growth minded rather than certainly fixed um something i've, I've struggled with free freelancers before because they can get very fixed around because yeah. they're only working for you on a certain small contract or something so it's very fixed the way of working so to get them to be flexible enough around the growth is is hard yeah oh no that's great emily right well that's what we've got time for on this one we'll see you next one bye this episode of Elevating Business. Thanks so much for being part of our show and we love being able to share with you. Any links and resources mentioned in this episode can be found in the episode notes on our website emilyandblair.com and remember that our website is a huge resource for free step-by-step -step guides and articles for starting a business online and working through the journey. 
If you like what you're hearing, then please subscribe to the podcast and share it with a friend. That's all for now, and we'll see you in a few days' time with our next instalment of Elevating Business. Now go do something today that will make tomorrow better.